Have a seat. Now, it's that uh, time of year when the end of year reviews come out. I was uh, uh, sat in a coffee bar a couple of days ago looking at the Guardian's end of year review, photos throughout the year, Um, and the telly will be full of them this weekend, I'm sure. Um, But I wonder, as you lie on your bed tonight and uh, you think about going to sleep on the last day of 2006, what's your end of year review going to be like? Have you had a good year or a bad year? Have you had a joyful year or a sad year? Have you had a safe year or a dangerous year? Sometimes things can go really, really well, and I'm sure plenty of us will be going, yeah, we've had a good year. But sometimes things can be pretty grim, and some of us will be saying, yeah, well, I've had a bad year. If that's you, then I think you can learn something from King David, who wrote this psalm that we're going to be looking at. I reckon things for David were looking pretty grim. They were looking very grim, in fact. The questions that he asks and the things that he says in Psalm 4 all point to life not being totally hunky-dory for David. He says so in verse 1. Just have a look there if you've got your Bibles open. Page 544. He says in verse 1, Give me relief from my distress. Give me relief from my distress. God, you know, it's been tough this year. Just please take some of the toughness away. Well, um, it may have been tough, but let's just have a look at what he does. Does he lock himself away in a room and cry? Um, Maybe he he moans about God. Does he um, go on holiday and have a little bit of a rest? Well, no. Have a look in verse 1. See if anybody can tell me. What does David do when he's in distress? What does he do? Anybody can tell me. Yeah. He fights Goliath. Yeah, he did do that. That's not what it says in verse 1. Thank you very much though, Jamie. Sam. He prays. He prays. He's in distress, so he prays. And we're going to be thinking about this morning. But one thing I noticed as I read through this prayer of David's um, was that it's not like the prayers that I pray with my kids when we lie down at night and do our prayers. Um, I don't know what it's like in your household, um, but our prayers sometimes go more like, thanks God for all my presents, quite a lot of that one recently, or uh, we pray we have a good holiday, God. Um, or uh, maybe you have those situations in your household where you can't find inspiration for prayer, so you sort of you know, look around your room and thanks God for me teddy and me curtains and, and, and things like that. Uh, this prayer is quite different. Our prayers aren't like Psalm 4. So on New Year's Eve, um, maybe we can learn some lessons. Whether you've had a good year or a bad year, a sad year or, or a, a, a joyful year, a safe year or a dangerous year, we can learn from what David says. And we're going to learn from a little word that's in verse 5. Um, stuck in there, right in the middle of the psalm. It's all got to do with trust. We're going to be looking at that word, trust. Um, And we're not very good at trusting sometimes, are we? Mike, doesn't seem to want to work this morning, this. Um, I've got for you, since it's Christmas, five golden trusts. So hopefully these are things that you can remember. Um, Now, they're to remember in your prayers, And if you can just pick up on one of these golden trusts tonight in your prayers, or this week in your prayers, or next year in your prayers, then I'll be a happy man. The first one is, trust as you pray in God, even when it's tough. 
Trust even when it's tough. I don't know about you, but when I've had a bad day, say I've got up and the car's not started, it's raining so I've had to walk up to work um, without an umbrella because Claire's taken it somewhere or something like that. Uh, I've got to work and my wonderful PA, Kate, is off ill so I don't know what I'm doing. Um, My office is a mess which doesn't happen very much. Um, the ministry trainees are playing it up. Uh, I, I don't seem to get anything done in my day, and to top it all, I go home and the kids are arguing, and somebody's left a message on the phone saying, oh, I can't come to open to questions tonight, or something like that. It, it, when I've had a bad day like that, the last thing I think about is trusting God, or wanting to pray. Uh, it leaves me, basically, wanting to sort everything out. I don't know, maybe a lot of you are like that. I want to go and get the car fixed, make sure there's a brolly there next time. I want to go and sit the ministry trainees down and give them a good talking to, shout with the kids and persuade my mate to come to open to question. I want to sort it out. Well, David's a bit different in this psalm. Remember, he's praying and, and he's in distress. Uh, and look what he does in verse 1. Uh, he prays and calls God righteous. He calls God always right. Always right. Now, you don't call somebody always right unless you trust them really a lot. I don't think my tough day is anything like as tough as it can get for some Christians. But even if it's really tough, even if we're trying our hardest to sort it out, that's not the best way to deal with things. The best way, David reminds us, is to pray and trust God even when it's tough. Uh, Trust God uh, when you pray, even though not everybody else does. Look down at verse 2. How long, O men, will you turn my glory into shame? How long will you love delusions and seek false gods? You know, lots of people these days don't trust God. And that's not good. It's not a good thing to not trust God. Some people will say, God's King Jesus, he's just not important at all. I don't know why you bother with him. Uh, Some people, a lot of people, live for things, false gods, if you like, uh, rather than the real, true and living God. It's something that's quite easy to do, isn't it? Particularly at Christmas. Hands up if you have got bored of one of your Christmas presents already. Come on, tell the truth. There's there's one going, there's a few there at the back. Okay, hands up if you've been out and shopped for some more stuff, even though you had a pile this high at Christmas. Come on, adults as well. Let's have a look. Yeah. Uh, Hands up if you've uh, spotted something in the sales that you're saving up for because you'd really, really... Oh, it's straight up, Tasha. Yeah, there are people... You know, things will never satisfy us. We'll always want more. They're just false gods. But we love it, don't we? And we daft to love it. Paul reminds us in verse 2 not to trust in what's false. Don't fall into that trap that others fall into, thinking that it's true to trust money or things or people or fun. Instead, in your prayers, trust God, even when it's tough, and even though not everybody else does. Okay, number three, our third golden trust. Trust in God's trustworthiness. Uh, Verse three says, Know that the Lord has set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call out to him. Just want you to think of your dad for a minute. Um, now, if your dad's not around, remember your dad. That's a good thing to do. I know all human dads aren't here forever, and I know that not all human dads get things right. But 
Whether you like it or not, they'll always be your dad. You'll always have a dad. Um, uh, You belong to them. Uh, You'll never not be their child. And they'll never not be your dad. Dad and child will always be. You can trust in that 100%. Uh, And David knows that's true of God too. He's the heavenly father of every person who believes and trusts in Jesus. And that's fantastic. You can't get away from it. Christians will always belong to God. Uh, You can trust 100%. 100%. He will always be your dad. And the great thing is, he's an everlasting dad. He's a perfect dad. And that's why David has no doubts. I love this verse, because there's no doubt in it whatsoever. Did you notice? He doesn't say, know that the Lord might set apart the godly for himself. He says, know that the Lord has. He's done it. There's no doubt there. And in the second bit, the Lord, well, does he sometimes hear my prayers? Well, no. He will hear my prayers. He always hears them. God is your Father. You can totally trust in that. So when you pray, see if you can remember these. Are you listening front row here? Trust in God even when it's tough. Trust in God even though not everybody does. Trust in God and his trustworthiness. And number four, trust in God, and this is the difficult one, and act like you do. Trust in God and act like you do. This is where the rubber hits the road. This is where your prayers can't be separated from the rest of the week or the year ahead. Look at verses 4 and 5. In your anger, do not sin. When you're on your beds, search your hearts and be silent. Give right sacrifices and trust in the Lord. What you do is how you show that you trust in someone or something. I'll say that again. What you do is how you show you trust in someone or something. You only sit on a chair if you trust that it's not going to collapse. You only eat your tea if you trust that it's not been poisoned by somebody. You only put effort into something that you trust is worthwhile putting effort into. Do you know what? I don't put half as much effort as I should into living for the God that I say that I trust. I don't put half as much effort as I should into living for the God that I say I trust. And my guess is that's true of all of us here today. We could all work harder at trusting God, at showing that we trust him. Verse 5 reminds us that that's actually going to be a bit hard work. Uh, Notice there in verse 5, it talks about sacrifices. Sacrifices. It says that we're going to have to give things up if we're going to trust God. You know, if I trusted God, I wouldn't worry so much about my money. I'd probably give more of it away. If I trusted God, well, I'd spend more time. I'd give up some more time in the morning and in the evening and throughout the day to pray and to read my Bible, to learn more about him. If I trusted God, well, I wouldn't let my temper get the better of me. If I trusted God, I'd put other people first. The list will go on and on and on. We need to trust God more. Trust in God and act like you do. You know, this prayer of David's, it's not like our prayers, is it? It's absolutely jam-packed full of trust. And right the way through this psalm, David prays all these trusts for others as well as himself. Maybe you'd like to try that. He's praying this for himself, but he's also praying it for other people. Write a little list. Claire's got one by the side of her bed. It's sort of, it's a bit of a scabby little list now, actually. It's been there for a long time. Uh, But I think that's a good thing. Uh, Blue tack it to your wall. 
of people you want to pray for. Uh, and pray these five golden trusts every day for those people, as well as for yourself. Tr- that, pray that they'll trust, even when it's tough, they'll trust, even though not everyone does, they'll trust in God's trustworthiness, they'll trust and act like they do. I said five though, didn't I? We've got to four now. I've saved, uh, like my beef, on a Sunday roast, the best till last. And uh, verse six brings us right the way back to where we started. Many people at the end of 2006 will be asking, who can show us any good? I'm sure the English cricket team, Captain Jack Sparrow, uh, and many people who are sat here today will be thinking, who can show me any good? Well, here's the great thing that David, as he prays and trusts, uh, and we, as we pray and trust, begin to see and learn exactly who can show us any good. Let me see if I can explain it. Imagine you're at the end of a long, long, dark, dark, winding tunnel. It's pitch black. Oh, I can't see anything. It's, It's completely black in here. But I don't know where to go. Well, I suppose the best thing is just to stay put, really, isn't it? It's all right, I suppose. And then you hear this voice. This way, Gareth. What? That way? I can't go that way. There might be a great big hole that I'm going to fall down and kill myself or something. No, I'm staying put. Come on, Gareth. This way, you can trust me. Oh, I don't know, what if there's a bear down there? It, it might eat me alive or something. This way, come on. I know you don't really like it there. I can help, trust me. Oh, but it's, well, it's sort of comfy, sort of, you know. And, well... Uh, you might be lying. It's much comfier over here. I'm not lying. Now get off your backside and come. Well, yeah, but... No, Butch, just come on. Oh, all right, I'm coming. Oh. 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 There's uh, some light over there. Wait a minute, it's, it's getting bright. I can see a figure. Hey, it's you. Oh, I'm so glad I came. It's much better here than it is in there. If you're trying to trust God, where are you most likely to find him? Whose face is it that we see lighting our way? Uh, all of you lot down the front here should be able to tell me. The one person in the Bible who is talked of as the light of the world, who is it? You can shout out all the ones. Jesus. It is Jesus. Of course. Now, I don't quite know whether David understood all about Jesus all those years ago. But what I do know for sure is that no matter what sort of year you've had, whether it's uh, been a great one or whether you're sitting there asking, who can show me any good? What I do know is that Jesus is the only one we can trust to ever make us truly happy. What does David say? David, who's in distress, remember, having a tough time. Verse 7, You have filled my heart with greater joy than when their new wine and grain abound. 
Jesus and knowing him is and always will be the better and safer place to be. You can always trust in him. It's the only place you can really trust. You know, Psalm 4 is a great bedtime psalm. It's got all sorts of lying down and going to sleep in it. Um, And I'm sure, or I hope, that you'll be able to pick up on one of my five golden trusts this evening as you lie down with your mum or dad or whether you're on your own or whether you're with some friends. Whoever you're with, pick up on one of those, one of them that fits you the most. Trust in God and pray, even when it's tough. Pray and trust, even though not everyone does. Pray and trust in God's trustworthiness. Pray and trust in the way that you act. And I'll fill in the final one. Pray and trust in God and Jesus for true joy and safety. So let's do that now, shall we? Let's pray. I will lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Dear God, I pray that as we lie down tonight, that we and those whom we know and love would sleep in peace, knowing that you alone, through what Jesus has done, will make us dwell in safety. Help us next year to trust you more, even when it's tough, even when not everyone does. Help us to trust because you're trustworthy, and help us to act like we do. Amen. So remember to pick up on one of those trusts tonight as you pray. And um, we're going to sing now of that faithful God that we've got. Uh, During this song, uh, there's going to be a collection. If you're a guest, feel free to uh, pass the bag on by. We're not expecting anything from you. It's just great to have you here. Let's stand and sing Great is Your Faithfulness.